1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of
0: Keeping Up the Windsors. I'm Rachel. And I'm Michelle. Michelle, lots to go through this week, haven't we? OMG. So, can you remember a couple of weeks back, we were like, oh, summer's coming. We're going to have to ask the royal community some questions for us to answer. because They're on their holidays. No, royal community. It is busy as a normal week. So buckle up, here we go. <laughs> Let's do some housekeeping. Firstly, today's episode will include some adult themes. So if you have some children around you, put on some headphones or listen to this at a more convenient time, because we will be talking about some things that I can't believe we're going to be talking about on the podcast, right
1: Oh, when it comes to the royals, nothing surprises me anymore. <laughs> Goodness me. So next week, Michelle and I are both going to be on holiday, which we're very excited about. So this week's going to be a normal episode for you. We're going to have a Royal Roundup and a Royal News section. And then next week, we have a special Royal Community Spotlight episode where we're going to have Isabella, who runs the Instagram account, Royalty Diaries EU. And you're going to hear all about the European Royals. So we're really
0: excited to bring you that episode, aren't we, Michelle? Yeah, and it was wonderful talking to Isabella. And one thing I loved is actually we got chatting about the Platinum Jubilee because actually Isabella went. And I'm really excited for you to hear this episode next week. We hope you enjoy it and we will speak to you The following week When it's back to normal We're not going to talk too much At the start We are actually going to get Straight into it Because it's been super busy And there's been a lot going on So let's move on To the Royal Roundup for this week why don't we start with the most controversial thing that we've ever spoken about on the podcast? We've spoken about a lot of things. We've spoken about a lot of controversial subjects on the podcast. Harry and Meghan, Prince Andrew. But now we have Prince William, the Prince of Pegin. Hashtag Prince of Pagan is something that came out this week, which, to be honest, I never, ever thought I was going to see on Twitter. And it happened. Give us a rundown, Rach. What was the deal about this Twitter situation? And by the way, Royal Community, if you don't know what Pagan is, I'm not going to tell you, OK? Google it for yourself. <laughs>
1: you have to Google it for yourself. I didn't know anything about it, show. And then you text me, I think, and you was like, have you seen what's blowing up on Twitter? And I was like, I, I, I looked at the hashtag, and I was
0: like, I don't even know what this like, means, first of all. And then I read it, and I was like, O-M-G, this is big. Okay. So we know that the royal family have a very push-pull, symbiotic relationship with the press. So in my head, I was thinking, what is going on in the royal land that is a deflection? Is this like a smoke and mirrors thing? But you know what? We actually found the origins of this. It comes from a US gossip site called Ginois, where people will write
1: in anonymously and tip. I could say, for instance, I saw Brad Pitt in Tesco, but I don't want you to say who I am or anything. So there was this whole thing on Jumar
0: saying a British member of the royal family. Can I read it out? I got it right here. Me it says here pseudonyms, please. Gardening time. Subject royal affair gossip. Message. This is so salacious. I'm almost too shook to share with you, in brackets, but will anyway. Close brackets. This British royal extramarital affair is an open secret in London and amongst the English Aristocet and is the talk of every party and news desk. At a recent media party, I was told the real reason for the affair was the royal love of Peggy, which the wife is far too old-fashioned to engage in. The wife doesn't mind her, and in fact prefers her husband getting his sexual needs fulfilled elsewhere as long as things don't become emotional, which was the case with the last woman. And then, open brackets, email address is my real address, so please block it out, close brackets. So this has been sent in to Dumois. And then Twitter Twitter went crazy. You know, this is William. This is the Rosemary Hanbury allegations from 2019. And honestly, the amount of people that messaged me who are not even like royal fans, just my normal friends, my normal like family members. What is going on with Prince William? And I'm like, oh my goodness, mate, please do not get into this. This is ridiculous. I swear this is the most stupidest
1: piece of gossip I think I've heard and look if it is true whatever goes on behind closed doors as long as everyone's happy I don't care but I think this is the biggest (laughs) load of crap I've ever heard excuse my French it really is and the thing is I loved how everyone was just like Prince William what like you know you've got Charles you've got Edward Andrew, come on, people. Like, it could be anyone. It could be absolutely any one of them. But it automatically falls to William. And you actually made a good point, Shell, that you said, I think this might be deflecting from the Harry and Meghan book that's just come out, which we spoke about the other week, the Revenge book by Tom Bauer. Because
0: that had so much press. So, the fact that even we talked about it, it had so much press. And to me as well, I think to myself, there were so many good engagements on the way. And we will talk about this later on, Royal Community. We got the Commonwealth Games. We've got all the engagements coming up with the women's football team. Lots of different things, like I say, we'll speak about in a second. And in a way, this did really take the shine off it to a point where I sent Rachel a screenshot of Ryan Ryanair, which is an actual airline here, um, who had made like a meme about this. I can't remember. Yeah. I sent it to you, didn't I, Rach? And. The amount of things that have come up, uh, you have to just Google it. Just trust me, role community. If you don't want to get into it, that's fine. But this, there were so many memes and I laughed really hard because some of them were excellent. But the thing is, I also feel like I was laughing at William's expense. But do you know where people are just really witty yeah, and you yeah. just got to laugh anyway? And I think it's one
1: of those things, Skylar, I said to you, he just needs to make a joke out a bit. Because then it will kind of be like stupid piece of gossip that, you know, it's not even affecting me. But what I will say is that a few people noticed when um, William and Catherine were at the Commonwealth Games this week that Catherine wasn't wearing her engagement ring. And the people were like, oh, what's going on? You know, the rumours must be true. But she still had her wedding bands on. It could have been something simple, like she was getting her ring cleaned. But obviously, because of everything that's happened this week
0: that doesn't look good, does it? Yeah, and do you know what? There have been so many salacious rumours behind the scenes about their marriage and so many people give Charles and Camilla grief because of the affair. But then making things up about an affair when we have absolutely no as the evidence, I literally could go on to Dumois and literally just write anything I wanted to and just send it in. Yeah, do you see what I mean? Like it, it's got no substance. Normally, I don't follow them, but after I saw this, I did have
1: a look at the page, and if you can like back things up with photos or whatever, fair enough. Oh, I saw. Tom Cruise at Wimbledon yeah great I saw Tom Cruise at Wimbledon but where's the evidence where's the backup there's nothing to prove that this is true
0: it didn't even say William's name in it like that's what I'm saying that people just run away from it and then all of a sudden this has become like a massive thing here in the UK and everyone's just making fun of William I mean we don't know whether it's true and it like you said Rach if it is true then that's their own business Right. But we're going to move on to the next part because William had a lot of engagements this week. And how embarrassing must it have been for him to have to go to these engagements knowing people were thinking about his sex life and his marriage? But not just that, but a lot of these engagements included Charlotte. He is a family man, he's got children. And I just keep thinking to myself when those children go to school, That is something that they may potentially have their friends make fun of them because of this rumour. So it just really annoyed me, to be honest. And and let's
1: not forget, Shel, the kids are starting a new school, aren't they? So can you imagine kids that don't even know them
0: might be making fun of them already? Yeah, I know. And this is not going away this is going to be one of those legacy rumors that becomes just a big massive cesspool of people never letting go of it if that makes sense the other thing that got me was when this was trending and it was number one on twitter trend in the uk it wasn't like it was number 10 it was one and the second one was abolish the monarchy and it happens every single time so people who have to have a reason to not like the royal family will choose anything to then grab onto that and we also have to put this into perspective it's grounded in nothing but it was made such a big deal to the point that it might have potentially have hindered William and I I mean if he's had an affair he's had an affair we don't have any proof we don't have any evidence yet Royal community, we could
1: talk about this for a long time. There's so much to dissect. And maybe if that's something that you want us to talk about, let us know over on our Instagram at Keeping Up The Windsor's Pod because this is, as we say, a story
0: that's not going away. Yeah, and we would love to hear your thoughts. And do you know what? It's something that I would love to put out to you, royal community, come on over to Keeping Up With The Windsor's Pod on Instagram and give us a voice message and we will play your voice message in the podcast, we'd love to have you and hear your voices and your opinions and get you part of our podcast. Right, so
1: let's move on to Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall. So Charles opened the Commonwealth Games on behalf of the Queen this week. And him and Camilla actually arrived in Charles's vintage Ashton Martin DB6 Volante, which is fueled by wine and cheese. And you may recognise this car as William Catherine left Buckingham Palace on their
0: wedding day to drive back to Clarence house in this, didn't they? Oh, yes, definitely. What I loved, well, firstly, I cried my eyes out at the Commonwealth Games opening ceremony. Did you see it, Rach? Oh, I've got to admit, I've got to hold my hands up. I didn't see it. Yeah. I only saw, I was busy that night. I only saw um, clips of Charles and Camilla arriving. Well, Camilla looked absolutely incredible. I would say that's probably one of my favourite looks I've seen on her. But she's serving us. I just loved it. I thought it was brilliant. But I cried my eyes out. There was this big, massive bull which if you're in Britain, you'll know that it's known for the bull ring. It was so powerful, especially the end bit. The end bit got me in tears. I loved it. So what I think has been absolutely fantastic about these whole
1: games is we've seen a lot of Edward and Sophie because Edward is the vice president of the Commonwealth Games Federation. Yeah. But we've also seen a lot of Lady Louise
0: and James by Count 7, haven't we? It's been glorious. It's been so lovely for them to kind of pop their engagement cherries. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It was so nice. It's been so
1: lovely to see them. And I've read a few comments over the last few days and James is only 14. But I think he's going to become like a bit of a royal heartthrob like William was back in the day. Well, we're not of that age now, are we, (laughs) Rach? Yeah, I know we do have some
0: younger listeners. So let us know what you think of James by Count Seven. Does he float your boat? But i tell you the one thing that I would say, the Queen was missed in that opening ceremony. On Sunday, we saw Catherine in Plymouth for sale GP. I really love this engagement. I need to know Catherine's workout routine
1: because, let me tell you, her in those shorts, you know there's that famous video of the Queen going, Carol's, yes. I was just like, look. What do you like? She's just got like legs for days and I haven't got legs like her. So I'm very jealous. Like, (laughs) does she do squats? Does she do pilates? What does she do? She
0: does tennis, hun. Tennis. She loves it. She does
1: a bit of everything. So yeah, she was competing in Team GB against New Zealand as patron of the 1851 Trust. And we actually spoke about this in last
0: week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen. Yeah. What I loved about this engagement is she actually had a little engagement with Ocean Conservation trust so it was nice that it wasn't just oh let's just have a little bit of sailing there was this connection to conservation as well right well we've got so much coming up about charlotte so why don't we head into the royal news for this week
1: it's great to see catherine such a great engagement but then show. then on sunday not only were we treated to Catherine, we also in the morning had a video of William and Princess
0: Charlotte wishing the Lionesses good luck for the Euros finals. Oh my goodness. Do you know what? There was a minute. Ah, I think we might have even said in the last podcast episode, was Charlotte going to be at the women's Euro finals? And then the video came out and I messaged you, didn't I, Rach? And I was like, I don't think she's going to no. be at the finals because yeah. we've got this video.
1: Yeah. I thought the same to be fair. I just thought it was so adorable at the end of the good luck. I hope you win. Bye. (laughs) And I I played it to my dad and my dad
0: was like, oh, she sounds so posh. And I was like, well, she is a princess. She does go to private school. (laughs) Of course she's posh. Wouldn't it be just hilarious if she came up with an accent like mine? We hope you win. Bye. I yeah. <laughs> love it. But yeah, my, my heart just melted
1: when I saw this. I just thought it was so sweet. And the fact, you know, William as president of the FA, it was given that he was going to, you know, wish the women luck. But for Charlotte to do it as well, it just added that little like sprinkle of something extra.
0: I'm going to rain on your parade, Rachel. I'm going to say that I was so disappointed That Charlotte wasn't at that final. And the reason why I say that is because the women's football, and I do not follow football at all. I do not watch it. I'm not a sports person at all. But the one thing I did the day after was I watched from the beginning, I skipped the football bit. I watched William, watched all the commentary, and also at the end. And there was just something so spectacular and special about this final that it would have been so impactful. If Charlotte would have been there, because we know that Charlotte loves football. But I think to counteract
1: that, maybe she would have gone. But because of this whole controversy surrounding William to do with the pegging, they maybe thought just in case there was a bit of backlash or, you know, what football crowds, well, the men's football crowds are usually like, is that they make chants up and, you know, sing them. She's an impressionable little girl. Yeah. She could have heard anything about her dad, you know, come on. And maybe she would have gone, I don't know, who, who can say, we'll, we'll never know if she was meant to go or not. Yeah, I totally agree with you. The whole football, I'm not a massive fan, but I actually, when the second goal went in, I actually screamed because I was like, yes, did you? Yeah, my brother was like, calm down. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, I don't play football. You know, my family supports football, but I'm not a massive fan of it. But like you said, it was just something about it and the fact that it was England and this is the first time since 1966 that we've ever won a final. And for it to be women, the women's team, it was just absolutely incredible. And I loved that when the team, you know, they were collecting their medals, William was hugging some of them. Oh, I loved
0: it. I watched it about three times yeah. I love this
1: and when he got to the captain Leah Williams she said that she went to shake his hand and he was like "Leah, come on like rain in something like that bring it, like, it in he said bring it, bring it in bring it in and um, he said I'm so proud of you and she was like oh thank you sir and I just thought yeah. oh that was lovely because we've seen them over the last few weeks and the months and he has been at the women's football more and I think for him to be there and to show his support not just as president of the FA but as a father of a girl
0: that loves to play football yeah well I couldn't stop crying and the reason why is because our bodies get so sexualized our bodies get so looked upon and we had these women who were just using their bodies for sport and it was wonderful to see a new era of our bodies just being our bodies it was there as a vessel to get them from A to B so we can use our bodies in a way that we choose to rather than what Society dictates that we should be looking at. So I just love that. I love the fact that it felt fresh. It felt like a page had been turned. And I can't even describe it to you, but as a woman, it felt so freeing and liberating to the point where I've been waiting years for this to happen. And then I actually saw it right there in front of my face. And that's the reason why I would have loved Charlotte to be there. But I completely agree with what you said, Rach. I definitely think it was because they were doing damage limitations with this Twitter hashtag. Well, keeping on the theme of Charlotte, Cheryl, well, it's been a Charlotte fest this week, I'm telling you. I oh,
1: know, it's been absolutely fantastic, hasn't it? So not only did we get Louise and James, but on Tuesday, Charlotte accompanied William and Catherine to the Commonwealth
0: Games. It was lovely, wasn't it? And what I loved was when the Cambridges went up to, get to their seats, they did that kind of like two kisses on the cheek yeah, thing. two kisses. <laughs> <laughs> I've never kissed my family with two kisses on the cheek. What? I don't get it. Maybe
1: it's a posh thing. I have no idea. Yeah, so they went to see the swimming and then we saw them on engagement at Sports Aid, which Catherine is patron of, which is a charity that supports young people by recognising and nurturing their talents. And we saw them getting involved in a few of the workshops. Um, Charlotte was seen updating the scoreboard. And we found out that her favourite sport is gymnastics. Yeah. And it was so funny because as they were going in, I think it was the guy that runs the sports centre said to her, so what's your favourite sport? And she said, oh, gymnastics. And then William and Catherine were like, oh, yeah, she does cartwheels everywhere. And I think Catherine says something like, yeah, she spends most of her time upside down because she's doing her handstands everywhere. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Love it. I just absolutely loved it. Yeah. And we've seen George on engagements and... This is like the first time we've seen Charlotte on her own with appearance, isn't it? On an yeah. engagement. I, I felt like
1: Wimbledon was George's tree and mm-hmm. this was Charlotte's tree to go to the team yeah. games. It's been absolutely fantastic. And what I've loved is seeing all the reactions, you know, Louis is kind of now
0: infamous for the faces that he pulled at the Jubilee. But yeah. Charlotte, she pulled some cracking faces, didn't she? Yeah, and kids are so unbridled, aren't they? They just get on with it and whatever emotions come up, come up. And they just, they're so in the moment. It's so lovely to see all the children out there. And that does also include Lady Louise and James 7 as well. We've also had Charles going around the, uh, what they call it, like a base camp of the Commonwealth Games, introducing himself to all of the teens. Princess Anne, she was out there doing a thing as well, wasn't she? Yeah, so the Commonwealth Games still going on. So this was the only official time that
1: William and Catherine will appear. Who knows? It ends on the 8th of August, so we might see them again. But just going back to Charlotte, I think um, when they was at Sports Aid, they was having the official pho- photograph taken. And I just thought she just had this confidence about her and this grace about her, and she was just such a natural. When I was looking at these pictures, I thought the amount of like, official photographs that she's going to sit for in her lifetime this yeah. is getting her prepared. And we've said it before, but I definitely think William and Catherine have got the balance in act right in the sense of how much access we get to the kids. It wouldn't surprise me. I think maybe we may get a new photo when they join their new schools. But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see them again for a while. Yeah, probably Christmas, you know, Christmas
0: will be the next big thing. Yeah, well, they might be going to a panto or something. Yeah. Let them be kids. That's where I say. Let them be kids and enjoy their lives. I will also say, did you see William sporting a new tan, Rach? Did I? Everyone was going crazy on, going back to
1: Twitter, everyone was going crazy, weren't they? Because (laughs) um, the blue eyes were shining and people were like,
0: hello, William. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh... I just, my heart went out to the Cambridges this week. It really, really did. My heart went out to them because that was such a tough thing to come back from. And I think they did it with grace and with um, dignity, which is all you can do really in this situation. Oh, and show! I don't know if you saw this, but going back to William a minute, he actually
1: flew Charlotte in a helicopter to the Commonwealth Games, to Birmingham. Have you seen this? No, I didn't. I didn't see this, no. Yeah, so it wasn't like obviously on any of the official socials or anything like that, but Mm. someone posted it over on YouTube and you could actually like see him in the pilot seat and then he gets out, goes around and there's, you know, the Land Rover waiting.
0: Yeah. But I was like, come on, William. Yeah. (laughs) Get your family there in your helicopter. Yeah. And, you know, we hear so much about his air ambulance work, but to actually see him flying in a helicopter... I know it sounds bizarre because obviously he can actually fly one, but it's quite moving, isn't it? It's like, whoa, he can actually like fly a helicopter. I find it very sexy. Do you find that sexy? Should I, I just think of just Christian amazing. Great. <laughs> Love me like you do. Michelle knew exactly where my mind was going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where she was going, well, community. Oh, oh this is going to have to be an 18 rating podcast. I'm going to have to put an explicit on this episode. you know that? <laughs> well, what an eventful week. We've had so much to talk about, so much to get through, but we've done it. We're, we're through it. We're through the other end. Um. We are 91% to our goal of getting our podcasting editing software. And if you'd love to help us to reach 100%, you can head on over to Kofi. It's £4 or 6 bucks to buy Rachel and I a coffee. Or you can join the VIP Royal community over there where you get extra content and a Zoom call with Rachel and I every month. That's monthly £4 or 6 bucks as well. Don't forget to follow us over on
1: Instagram at Keeping Up The Windsor's Pod for all your daily royal news. And you can also email us
0: at pod at gmail.com. And we are so close to hitting a thousand subscribers over on YouTube. So head on over and search "Keeping Up with the Windsors," or there'll be a link in the description. Remember, any patronages, charities, or links we mention will always be in the show notes. So just scroll up on your phone, and you'll be able to click on them and either donate or have a look at any of the links that are there. If you're listening on Spotify, if you could leave us a
1: five-star rate, and if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a five-star review, as that helps to boost the algorithm and gets us seen and heard by more people so we'd love for more people to come over and join the royal community don't forget next week we're going to have a royal community spotlight episode with isabella from royalty diaries eu over on instagram so make sure you tune into that and we will see you the following week for our normal schedule of keeping keeping up with the windsors